Welcome to Lunch Break, a special weekly series of the Eternal Entrepreneur that gives you bite-sized pieces of wisdom on how to build a functional faith and business. Each episode unpacks a short, actionable topic you can put into practice this week. Let's get into it. Hello, entrepreneurs, and welcome back to another episode of The Lunch Break. My name is Joe Newton, and I am one of the co-hosts here on The Eternal Entrepreneur. Now, today on a lunch break, I want to talk about delegation, aka how can you take some of those hats off your head and hand them to someone else and feel confident at the end of the day that everything is still going to get done. Now, about half of you out there just gave a hallelujah, yes, and amen. I want to hand off as much as possible, as quickly as possible. And the second half of you probably just cringed because you can't imagine someone else doing your job as well as you do. And I want to talk to both of you on this episode. So first, let's talk about what is the point of delegation? Why do we want to begin to delegate tasks? And then which task should we begin to delegate at the beginning of our journey? For this, I'm mostly going to be talking to my solopreneurs out there or those of you who have only maybe one or two part-time people. But even if you have a larger team, some of the things we're going to discuss will still apply to you, especially if you have that belief in your mind that someone else can't perform as well as you can. Okay, so when we first begin to delegate our task, the biggest objective that we are trying to accomplish is time. We want to get our time back. When we're beginning our business, we are wearing every single hat. We are the accountant, we are the sales, we are marketing, we are the one delivering on whatever product or service it is that we are offering to our client base. And with that, our most valuable asset is going to be time. And what I've found is that for the most bang for your buck, the task that you can begin to hand off first are actually not within your business, but are your personal task. Let me give you some examples. These are going to be things like mowing the lawn, cleaning your house, getting your groceries, going and running random errands. Things like this, those little things that actually take up a ton of your time. Let's look at just mowing your lawn. Now, I have a pretty sizable yard, and for me to mow that lawn, one, I'm going to need to invest in a lawnmower. <laughs> but even if I owned one, for me to go out there, I'm going to need to do it at least twice a week during some seasons and others maybe just once a month. But in the middle of the summer, I'm going to be out there at least once every other week mowing the lawn, bagging grass, and all of the other things that you do in mowing a lawn. <laughs> uh, I fully admit I, I pay someone else right now to mow my lawn. But that, for me, is going to be a minimal of two hours work every other week. A minimal. And that's if I'm on my A game. Now, I know some of you out there, you're saying, hey, I've got a smaller lawn. 
the the point here isn't about lawn, but it's about these tasks that take up our time that we could easily hand off to someone else for less than what our value is. Now, if you don't already know, you need to take a moment and project out for the rest of the year or for a whole year, how much money do you intend to make? Then once you know that, divide that by the number of hours that you intend to work. So if you're like, hey, I'm going to make X number, whether that's $100,000 a year and I'm going to work 40 hours a week, well then divide 100000 by however many 40 times 52 is. I admit I don't have a calculator here <laughs> and math is not my strong suit. So I'm not going to try and do that math in my head for you. But you get the idea. That's going to tell you per hour how much are you worth. And if you are worth more than it costs someone an hour to come out and mow your lawn, to fix your meals, to clean your home, to pick up your dry cleaning, especially now that we live in the age of Favor and Uber Eats and all of these services that for a small fee will save you time. So if those tasks can get done for less than you're worth an hour, which means if you were to spend that time working in your business, you would bring that much money in, you're going to be able to bring more money in than you would be going and working. You're basically working mowing your lawn um, for $14 an hour or <laughs> $20 an hour or whatever it is that you'd pay someone. So I think y'all get the idea. If you can find those tasks that are easy wins, that's going to be your first one because, again, the bang for your buck is going to be immense. And in this first stage, getting time is so important because if we can start to get some of our time back, then we can have time to start working on our business instead of just in our business. We've spoken in the past about process mapping and beginning to map out and answer the question, who is doing what by when? Now, if you've done that, then you know the different roles within your company. And when I say roles, I don't mean the Bob and Margaret and Sue and John. I mean the accountant, the sales role. I mean the project manager, like these specific roles that have specific tasks that get done at specific times. So if you have those written down, which are really important, and if you don't, that's okay. Right now for the phase two, so we've handed off our personal task. For phase two, the tasks that you want to start handing off are those easy, repetitive tasks within your business. And when I say repetitive, and I, when I say easy, what I mean are easily documented and easily measurable. So it's going to be something that if an example might be filing or data entry, these are things, it's an action that is done repeatedly over and over and over again. If it's on the computer, you can go, you can create a video of your screen using QuickTime or whichever program you have on Windows. Uh, you can shoot that off to a VA 
or you can hire someone from your church or your kid for a low hourly rate. You can say, hey, watch this video or show them once or twice. Here are the steps on a piece of paper. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So it's easily documented. It's easily trained. And it's easily measured. And when I say easily measured, what I mean, so let's go with something like filing. You know that you run a business and every time you go and work for a client, the government requires a specific form uh, to be kept that documents that transaction. And you have to keep that for seven years. So you have physical files, or maybe they're on the computer, but you have a filing system and you have a document. And you know that, hey, at the end of the month or once a month or once a week, whatever it is, I have to spend an hour and it takes me about an hour to file 20 of these or 40 of these or 100. Again, the number doesn't matter for the example, but you know the specific number of files that you're able to get filed within a specific number of time. Or maybe, hey, it takes me about one minute per file. But if you can put a number, if you can make it measurable, that's going to make you be able to inspect that. So then you can have the confidence when you've handed this off, when you've trained someone in this repeatable, easy task, now you know how to measure it so you can check in. So once a month or once every other week or every time that they work for you, you can look at the number that they've done and the amount of time that they've done it and see, hey, are they meeting up to my standard? Do I need to train them a little bit better? Or do I need to find someone else? So for all of you out there that are thinking, I can't hand these things off, it's all about measuring, figuring out how to measure and articulate expectations. So if you're able to articulate what you're wanting and how you want it done and the number that you want in return, then you can be confident because now you have a dashboard to look at and that person is going to be on the same page with you. Okay, so we've got our personal task. We've got our repetitive task. The next level of beginning to hand things off, I would say are tasks that are going to be um, much more specific. And these can be um, something like an accountant or a bookkeeper within your business. So these are very specific skills, um, but there are people out there who can do them for a lower rate than it takes you. Again, knowing what your hourly is worth or what you're worth an hour is so important with this. Because for me, I, again, I'm not a numbers person and I know that about myself. And I know that for me to spend a couple hundred a month on an accountant and a bookkeeper is going to save me so much more time from having to learn these things myself as long as I know how to inspect what they're doing. So I know how to read a P&L. I know the basics of how my taxes work. So I don't want to just hand this off and not think about it anymore. That's one of the huge pitfalls that we run into. Again, I want to know exactly what the expectations are, and I want to know how to measure success with any of these. But with these specific tasks, again, like something for you, this might be a, a video editor or a podcast editor or an accountant. 
But these are people who have a very specific task. But you can document what it is that you want from them and you can measure what it is um, that you're expecting them to deliver and by when. And then after this, after all of these other things, so after you've given away your personal task, the small repeatable task, and then the specific, um, I know there's going to be a better word for this, but the uh, specialized task within your, your business that other people can offer you at a lower rate than what you're worth an hour, after you've handed off and delegated all of those it's at that point that I would even begin to start thinking about bringing in employees who might be something like a W-2. And, and even then, there, there might be a couple of steps in there. But these are the first couple of steps that you can take to begin to delegate tasks within your business and feel confident that they're going to get done and they're going to get done to the standards that you need them done. Okay, let's go into the action portion of our lunch break. All I want you to do is sit down and ask yourself, what is one task that I could delegate? Actually, you know what? Let's stop. Before that, I want you to go and calculate your hourly rate. If you don't know that, calculate your hourly rate. Once you've done that, then sit down and ask yourself, what is one task that I could delegate? And again, this could be something as easy as someone to clean my home, someone to mow my lawn, or if you've already gotten as much time as you can out of those type of tasks, then begin to ask yourself, what are those specific, repeatable, low bar task within my business that I could begin to document and put a number to. Just ask yourself for one of those. So I just want you to go and write down, put it on paper, what is one task that I can delegate? And then I want you to put a date. Give yourself a goal, whether that's one week from now, one month from now, when am I going to hire that person? Okay, entrepreneurs, I hope that was helpful. Have an amazing week. I know we've got some great interviews coming up. I can't wait for some of these interviews to drop for you guys to hear them. But until we speak again, have an amazing week, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and leave a quick review. When you do, it helps other entrepreneurs find this content and benefit from it too. See you next week.